0: Welcome to Before the Business, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of entrepreneurs. My name is Craig Swiston. Priscilla Boulet is a third generation, traditional Inuvialuit carver. Born in Tuktoyaktuk, she started carving when she was just a young girl. Her grandfather was a carver and taught the traditions to his children, who in turn passed them on to her. Out of her studio in Irakana, Alberta, Priscilla continues mm-hmm. to carve in the traditional way of her people from the Western Arctic. Her online store also features jewelry and art pieces from other Indigenous artists. Please join me in welcoming Priscilla Boulet. Hi Priscilla. Thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today. Can you tell me a little bit about your family's tradition of carving?
1: Yes, it started off with my grandpa and he worked with antler bones and he'd have a file, a saw, no power tools like us. His children saw him keeping busy creating these awesome carvings and he taught them and I started out when I was three one of my uncles gave me a carving to send and I've been going since
0: maybe before we get into the business and the carving can you maybe share a little bit about the Inuvialuit people
1: our culture is different from many Inuit cultures across Canada and Alaska So there's Inuit all across Canada, and there's tiny little sections of different cultural differences, and then Inuvialuit is Western Arctic, or carvings represent more traditional style as opposed to a spiritual style. And when we work with carvings, as opposed to some other cultures as Inuit or Cree, has its own, its own representation of carving stuff.
0: So tell us a little bit about Inuvialuit Carvers.
1: So when I first started the business, it was the more of my family than myself. And now it's more my carvings and my work than anything else.
0: How would you describe your unique carving style?
1: More traditional scenery. Like hunting, um, bears, just lone bears. I mean, I don't make too much dancing bears. One of my uncles, he's a master at dancing bears.
0: Can you give me an example of what you mean by a more traditional style compared to a more spiritual style?
1: I think it's easier for me to do just a scenery of a bear and hunting a seal as opposed to a more spiritual one because I haven't grew up with seeing spiritual carvings. It was more the scenery of it. My grandpa had carvings of birds flying away and owls. And if I wanted to try put a dancing bear in, I don't know how I'd integrate it into the traditional style carving.
0: How are you passing down the family carving tradition?
1: Family tradition that I aim to show my daughters is that we had this life one time and we had to go hunt for food. We had to go pick up berries. We had to go harvest everything ourselves. There was no store to go to to show my daughters that our life was once like that is to create these artworks and show them, teach them how to carve this. is just bringing tiny little roots back into them and keeping it there. That way they t- learn it and know it, and then maybe hopefully one day they can teach it.
0: It seems like storytelling is an important part of your work. Can you give me an example of some of the stories that you're trying to tell through your art?
1: So one of the pieces that I have that's really connected with my experience. I went out whale hunting with one of my friends before I left home, just after I graduated high school. We're out whale hunting in the ocean and there's these beluga whales just popping up beside us and blowing water out and, and I try to show that story. It's more personal experience
0: When did you decide that you could make a business out of selling the traditional carvings that you were doing?
1: I went to a Christmas show in 2006. And I had a few carvings, like little Christmas tree decorations of an Anukshuk, and a few carvings of my family's. It was just a small table. And they were telling me, Well, your stuff are high-end, and you need to be in these bigger Christmas shows. So I was looking into these Christmas shows, and it was asking for a company name. And that company name slot in your application is when I started thinking of a business.
0: So why did you choose the name that you did?
1: So I was trying to think of how I can represent my family and our culture and what kind of carvings we do or where we're from when people look at my name i want them to say yes that's them it took about two weeks i guess to finally come down to inuvialuit carvers and then when they see my sign of inuvialuit carvers they ask you're from tech or inuvik or because inuvialuit is in that one general area
0: So when it comes to your carvings, what type of materials are you using?
1: I carve with white alabaster, chlorite, soapstone. And with my jewelry, I work with muskox, horn, antler, baleen, walrus ivory. And I just started exploring mammoth ivory.
0: And where do you source your materials from?
1: From friends and family across the north. So the walrus ivories I got from Iqaluit. Muscox horn, I got it from Holman. Antler, my one of my uncles, he got it from our homeland. Baleen I was getting from outside of Iqaluit.
0: And baleen, that comes from the whale, correct?
1: Yes, but baleen is a filter plate that they have instead of teeth. It's a black, fibrous material that's stiff.
0: So what process do you go through as an artist once you've received a piece of material and have it on your workbench?
1: So when I have a piece of soapstone on my table, I try to look at the cut and see if I see anything that pops out of it. I grab a pencil and try drawing it. And if that doesn't work and then I see a crack, then I use that crack to try work with the stone as opposed to cutting right across it. And for jewelry, when I took the muskox horn, I cut it in half and then look at inside the material, and I saw an angel wing, and that really popped out into, and it was beautiful, just worked with it. The baleen, I had it cut across, and then it had its own natural shape, like a, a wave in it that has its own beautiful, natural style to itself.
0: So you're using materials that are indigenous to your culture. What, what type of pieces are you actually creating then?
1: Well, I have jewelry made with muskox horn and baleen and ivory. I have carvings. I make ulu earrings. They're traditional Inuit woman knife.
0: Can you elaborate? Tell me a little bit more about ulu.
1: Ulus are Inuit woman knife, everyday knife. They use it for cutting cooking, working with um, materials and animals. For the ulu knife, I wanted to have different materials on it. And I started coloring the materials, dyeing them, make them so beautiful.
0: I know it will depend on what you're working on, but can you give us a sense as to how long it takes to create each piece?
1: It usually takes me, at the most, Like when you add up the time, about four to six hours to finish a big piece.
0: So walk me through the steps that you take when you're working on a piece from beginning to end.
1: When I first got my muskox horn, I had to separate it. So I had to cut it in half almost. I cut the horn in half from the tip to the end piece. And I started out the biggest part of the horn to a body style and then I thinned out the muskox horn for a neck. Okay when I take the muskox horn I wanted to thin out the neck of the in the middle of the horn. So when I thinned out the neck of the muskox horn I used a belt sander. And then when I was happy with the width of the neck I left a tiny piece on the tip of the horn for the beak and the head. And I was sanding it by hand with, to polish it up. And once it was all polished up, I used mineral oil to complete it. Then I put it on a base. There was two when it was done. Then I made it look like, I call them lovebirds.
0: So are there any special instructions for taking care of the things that you've produced?
1: Not yet. I should really start putting it though. Because <laughs> I have mineral oil and that's the best... I recommend mineral oil it's safe for everything.
0: So talk to me a little bit about the transition between your business operating and selling through craft and trade shows and making the move to an online business.
1: When I first started the business, I was doing Christmas shows in Alberta, Edmonton, Bam, Calgary. They were asking me, where can I find you online? And at the time I was only on Etsy. So that's when I decided to make an Instagram page and a Facebook page. And now that's my biggest market.
0: So how do people find your Instagram and Facebook account pages?
1: My Facebook page is Inuvialate Carvers. Instagram is Inuvialate Carvers.
0: So I know your business continues to evolve. Can you maybe share with us a little bit of some of the things that you're doing now?
1: So it's, I started off my business with just the idea of sharing my family's artwork and getting our name out there. And then people were asking, where can I find you? Where can we buy your artwork? And then that led to bringing my website on. And then people were asking, well, how can I create my own carving? Do you do classes? And then that's when I thought of doing classes, and now I'm doing online classes and online presentations. I'm teaching classes across Canada now. I just did my first class last week, and I'm scheduled for the rest of the school year.
0: So, is there anything that you would like people to know about you, your carving, or the Inuvialuit people?
1: I want people to know that we are strong Inuvialuit, resilient. That we're very creative and we're one of a kind. I'm very proud to be in Evaluate and have this culture to share with everyone. I'm third generation carver and not many people can say that. And I'm teaching my daughters, so they're gonna be able to say that they're fourth. And that makes me very proud that our tradition and our knowledge and our spiritual connection to our culture where We live thousands of miles away from people in Calgary think the North is in Edmonton and they don't see beyond that.
0: Well, Priscilla, I think you've done a great job explaining that the North extends beyond Edmonton and more importantly, explaining your work, your business and the culture and heritage of the Inuvialuit people. I hope people follow you on Facebook, on Instagram or visit your website at inuvialuitcarvers.com. Thanks for your time today. If you like listening to the origin stories of entrepreneurs, please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with your family and friends. For more origin stories, check out the full collection at beforethebusiness.com.